and it does something for us that nothing else can. Reading at verse number 1, chapter 20 of the book of Luke. Luke 20 and verse 1. And it came to pass that on one of those days, everybody say one of those days. Amen. And it came to pass that on one of those days, as he taught the people of the temple, and preached the gospel, the chief priest and the scribes came upon him with the elders, and spake unto him, saying, Tell us, by what authority? Say that with me. By what authority doest thou these things? Or who is he that gave thee this authority? By what authority do you do these things? And who is he that gave thee this authority? And he answered and said unto them, I will also ask you one thing. Answer me. The baptism of John, was it from heaven or of men? And they reasoned with themselves, saying, If we shall say from heaven, he will say, Why then believed ye him not? But if we say of men, all the people will stone us, for they were persuaded that John was a prophet. And they answered that they could not tell whence it was. And Jesus said unto them, Neither tell I you, by what authority I do these things. You may be seated. Let me take a text, if I may, out of verse number 1 of the 20th chapter of the book of St. Luke. And I'd like to preach for a little while. It was just one of those days. Amen. Just one of those days. Christ had a lot of things He dealt with. It's amazing to me how ambidextrous the Lord was in dealing with situations. He was able to work with problems, and one moment he'd have somebody that was possessed of devils, and in another moment he'd have a woman who was a harlot to work with, and then he would have a man who was a tax collector. Then he would have somebody that had no eyes, and then he would run into somebody who could not walk, and then he would run into somebody whose life had gone out of their body. But in every situation, the Lord was there to do whatever needed to be done. Don't ever forget that. God's present to do whatever needs to be done. It don't matter what day, what hour, what time it is. It doesn't matter if it's leap year or a regular year. Our God can do whatever needs to be done. For He plainly told us, if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed... You can say to this mountain, Mountain, be thou removed and cast into the sea. And the Scripture said that it shall be done. It'll happen just like God said. So the Lord was constantly running into situations, running into men who would rip their clothes off of them and run around naked because of the evil spirits that possessed them. They would, they would come screaming out of the tombs like madmen that which you would read about in some horror book and he would have to deal with those situations all the time realizing for one reason he was born and that was he was born to die. He was not born to live a long life but Jesus Christ was born specifically to die. You and I were not born specifically to die but we were born in this world to serve the Lord. But because of sin every one of us is going to die. But Jesus Christ when he came to this world 
he realized that he would not live to be a ripe old age. So every day he had down here, he cherished that. And he'd done his very best to learn and to talk and persuade and deal with men who were in problem situations, who had troubles that they could not handle themselves. And I promise you, this world is full of men and women who cannot handle them problems themselves. That's why suicide is on the increase. That's why suicide is happening everywhere. That's why grown men are taking knives and guns and slaying their entire families and then killing themselves because they have problems that they cannot cope with. But I say again, Jesus Christ is here tonight no matter what the problem or what the situation is. If you lean on him, the name of the Lord is a strong tower, the scripture said, and the righteous runneth into it and is saved. But this was no ordinary day that we're going to deal with. It wasn't just another time that come around, but this was one of those days, friend. Have you ever had one of them days where nothing seemed to go right? You get up and you can't find a shoe, and you, you go through the house looking for them, and you stub your toe on the coffee table, and your pink is bleeding, and your foot's hurting, and, and you get ready to get your coffee, and you spill it down the front of your white shirt or your shirt you put on, you're going to work. You've ever heard people say that? How's it going? Well, this is just one of those days. It's one of them times that things just do not seem to go right. Nothing seemingly to fall in place. Let me tell you something, folks. There's going to be a lot of those days in our life, and we've been through a lot of them, but there's going to be some more just like that. According to the Bible, why the Bible stated it like this, I don't know. But the scripture does say that, that on one of those days, it was just one of them times that the Lord was facing some more problems and facing some more situations. He was facing some more trouble spots of life. It was one of them days that the car wouldn't car and the dog wouldn't dog and the cat wouldn't cat and the doorbell wouldn't doorbell and the sink wouldn't sink and the percolator wouldn't perk. It was just one of them days. Everything seemed to fall apart. Everything seemed to go haywire. Everything seemed to be turned around backwards. Somebody said, well, you just got up on the wrong side of the bed. I don't care on those days. It don't matter what side of the bed you get up on. It don't matter if you climb out or do a flip-flop over the end of the bed rail. When one of those days comes along, my friend, it's just one of them days. Brother Leo, you've had those days. Everybody in this building had those days. Brother Ron had one last week. It was just one of them days. Just things just fell all apart. But here we find that Jesus Christ himself, not being above us in human nature, the Bible said he was just like us in flesh. That's what he was. He was a man. And he was having one of those days. He was having one of them times that everybody was questioning him every side he turned around. How many healings he had done this day, I don't know. How many blinded eyes he had opened this day, I don't know. This might have been one of those days that nobody wanted to believe him. This might have been one of them times that nobody wanted to hear the testimony about the Father. Nobody wanted to hear a testimony about many mansions. Nobody wanted to hear a sermon on the mount. I don't read where he give one that day. 
this was just one of those times and all of a sudden somebody come up of all days for them to approach him and all days for them to come up against him this was the day they brought a question that rocked his soul and they said to him by what authority or who gives you the authority to do the things that you do somebody said what makes you preachers act like you act and what makes you Pentecostals do what you do who told you you can shout like that who told you you can run the aisles like that but it was just one of them days but thanks be to God friend I know a God and I have become acquainted with a power that it does not matter what the day might bring amen he's a very present help in the time of trouble amen that he's my bridge over troubled water but he's the God that I can go to and depend upon that he will not let me down that he'll be right there when I need him and so the Lord looked at them and said fellas what do you mean they said we want to know where do you get your authority we can't see nobody you get authority from we can't see nobody that's give you the power to do that you did not get it from Caesar you did not get it from Pilate who told you you can heal the sick and who told you you can raise the dead and who give you the power to unstop deaf ears there's nobody down here that can do that I say to you they were right right there I'm telling you that one thing right now they were right this was not a power of this world but this was the power of the almighty God that on that day he was distributing the source of love that was placed down inside of his soul I have the authority the Lord could have said to them my father gives me that authority my father's the one who tells me what to do my father is who lives inside of me he could have said that but he knew there'd been a long rhetoric of discussion and they would have tried to disorient him and they would have made fun of him and they would have laughed at him people at work point their finger at you when they find out you speak in tongues but thanks be to God they'll say what makes you want to do that you can stand there and argue with him all you want to but the Lord said listen boys it might be one of them days but I'm not going to waste myself today arguing with you let me ask you a question is the baptism of John of God or is it of the devil why don't you answer me that let me tell you sometimes the best way to stop one of them days is turn around and get the devil where he stands ask the devil a question just ask him don't be on the defense all the time you need to be the one who attacks the devil on his own grounds don't let those days run over top of you Jesus said now this hadn't been a good day boys this one of them days the dog bit my britches tore a hole in when I was coming out of the house and I got one of them stinging ants in my, in my, in my sandal when I came down the cobblestone streets God only knows, Sister Willis and I were in, were in Florida this past year. I was feeding the birds while I was eating. I never thought that they would bite the hand that feeds you. But it wasn't, nobody told me that a seagull was a dive bomber. And I'd no sooner fed the birds and finally the guy come and shoot them away and them buried birds that I was feeding. Friend, it was just one of them days, splat right on my chicken. Just right on my chicken. It was just one of them days, Serena. And there I sat, everybody else around. Here I was going to be. I told them something, they'd fly up and catch it. But it was just one of them days, I'm telling you what. Amen. There are days like that. I'm telling you what. And it happened to be one of them days, Sister Zena, when I was so hungry for chicken, I didn't hardly know what to do. 
splat, there it came. Let me tell you something. Friend, there are days like that. You're going to have them. They're going to come your way. They're going to come just right to you. Somebody said, but oh, Brother Willis, what do you do? I'll tell you what you do. You don't argue with the devil. You don't have to argue with the devil. Why? Because you have power over him. Jesus didn't have to argue with the devil. Don't let the devil push you around. Stop him in his tracks. Jesus Christ knew that they was going to do their best. He knew that this was going to be one of them days that they was going to argue, they was going to fuss, they was going to try to make it the most miserable day he ever spent in all of his life. Friend, I went to work before when I worked a job in a public shop and I went and spent all day fussing with folks, all day wanting to argue. A fellow come to me one time and he said, what book of the Bible are the Beatitudes in? I couldn't remember what book of the Bible the Beatitudes in. I just didn't know. I was honest with the fellow. I said, fella, I don't know. I cannot tell you right now. You give me my Bible and I'll turn to them and read them to you. But to remember right off the top of my head where they are. And you know what he did? He went around and said, that guy's supposed to be a Christian. Don't even know where the Beatitudes are. Don't even know where they are. I said, fella, if you know so much about the Bible, then why in the name of God don't you live it instead of telling us what you know? But it was one of them days. The diesel won't diesel. You had one of them days, didn't you, not too long ago, the thing quit on you? There you was. I've seen center folks have those days, and they didn't have no help. So no boy was trying to start his car one day outside the restaurant. One of them days. Raise the hood. Pull the lid off the carburetor. Stick his finger down it. Crank it. Get the wrench. Take the battery cables loose. Tighten them back up. Finally, he had all he could took. He backed up and took that wrench and went, wham, 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 wham. Beat the far out of that fender. Beat the far out of that hood. It was one of them days, and he couldn't have it. They said, Lord, who gives you the power? Where do you get the authority? Amen. I like what the Scripture said. I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. And so the Lord looked at them and said, Now, let me ask you a question. Is the baptism of John the Baptist of God, or is it of man? They knew if they said it was of John of God, they would say, the Lord would say to them, why didn't you believe what John preached and get baptized? If they knew, if they answered like that, but if they turned around and told him, said it was a man, then they'd have a whole pack of folks upset at them because John baptized hundreds of people and a bunch of the, John's disciples were standing around. But it just happened to be one of them days. Yes, sir. I don't know about what made the dog chew up the furniture. But he done it one day. That's the truth. I, I, I don't know what made my wife throw away all Joel's sickle parts before we left to go to Tennessee. But I just bought all Joel's sickle parts to get his sickle fixed and my wife gave them to Tammy to throw away. Threw them away. I don't know why she done that. It was just one of them days. That's the truth. And it didn't bother me so much about Joel's sickle part, but my four-wheeler parts were in that box too. It was just one of them days. When the egg don't crack right, he says, I want mine sunny side up. You can't even get the moon to rise, let alone the sun to come up. They just won't do it. They stick to the pan and the, and the yellow just runs right out the bottom. Just one of them days. Folks, the Lord know what kind of day. He knew he was going to have weekends like we just had. 
You hear me? He knew that. But remember this. He said, I have never seen the righteous forsaken or his seed begging bread. It's just the way life is. And I, I got so blessed when I read that when the Bible started out and said, and it was one of those days, the Lord had them too. Sure he did. Here he was healing folks and they wanted to stone him. Now, they wasn't upset with the guy selling the booze or the guy where he was falling off his camel and breaking his neck, but was upset with the Lord after the Lord healed him. They wasn't upset with the old fella, the witch doctor down, who was getting folks possessed with the devil, but they was upset when the Lord came by and cast the devil out of them. The fellow that hit Brother Harrison and his family and killed them. The whole town is going together and raising money to get the guy's bail to get him out of jail. Trying to raise it right now. Having bake sales and everything to pay his bail to get him out of jail. Just one of them days. We have them every day. You might have had one today. You might have had one yesterday. Sometimes, folks, you've got to stop the devil right in his tracks. Just skid to a stop and say, now hold it, devil. You want to know by what authority I live for God? I want to know what, by what authority are you trying to attack me? Who do you think you are anyhow? It's kind of like a friend of mine, big old birdie guy, got the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Man, his, he was taller than I was and just burly as all get out. And an old boy, just one of them days, just aggravated him and aggravated him and aggravated him. And just, I mean, just picked on him and picked on him and picked on him. And finally, he just grabbed the old boy, flipped him over his shoulder, threw him on the ground, climbed on top of him, grabbed him by his collar, drew back his fist and said, see what I could do to you if I didn't have the Holy Ghost. He said it was just one of them days. Folks, they're going to come. The Bible said, beloved, think it not strange when fiery trials come upon you. Hear me? That's what the scripture says. I was reading the other day when it talked about here the, here the Lord was and going through all he went through and all the tests and trials he went through to bring to us salvation. And these folks were putting him to the test, but I read when the Lord told us these things are going to come. He said to be heresies arise in the church. Their needs must be. They'd be trying devilish spirits that would walk in amongst the congregation and would try to disrupt the work of God, would try to move the, stop the progress of move of God's Spirit. There'll be days like that. But hold on. Amen. If there ever was a time to hold on to God, it's right now. If there ever was a time to cling to the faith of Jesus Christ, it's right now. If there ever was a time to put your trust in God, it's time to put your trust in God right now. The Lord looked at them and said, listen, you can't tell me whether it's of John or you can't tell me whether it's of man, or God or of men. He said, neither can I tell you where I got my authority. In other words, the Lord said, I don't have to tell you where I got my authority. I want you to know one thing right now. I'm sick and tired and fed up of these kind of days and I'm not going to be pushed around by the devil any longer. The devil will try to sell you a false bill of goods, church, but make your mind up, stand your ground, and say, I'm going to be apostolic. I don't care what anybody else does. I'm going to live for God. You don't have to answer to nobody except Jesus Christ. Hear me? You don't have to answer the world's questions when they're foolish and gender strife. You don't have to do it. They'll make you have those kind of days all the time. Just live your life. Oh, Brother John Pollard said many years ago, he said a lot of folks would be better off if they'd stop blowing their horn and just turn on their lights. 
Yes, sir. Jesus said, boys, I'm going to tell you something. I'm not going to tell you about what authority I do those things. You just watch, and I'll show you what I'm going to do. I say to this city and those around this place, folks, listen. When those days come, I'm still going to lean on God. I don't have to give the devil an answer for nothing. You hear me? I don't owe the devil a dime, but I owe Jesus Christ everything. I don't owe the devil one red cent. I don't owe him an explanation why I quit drinking. I don't owe him an explanation why I quit cussing. I don't have to tell him by what power I overcome sin. No, sir, I don't have to do that. The only thing I've got to do is live my life and testify about the glory of Jesus Christ. Somebody said, you can't do that. You can't give up sin by yourself. I know you can't. It took the blood of Jesus Christ, but they can't understand that. We don't have to let the devil push us in a corner. The Lord said, no, sir, you're not cornering me. I'm going to back you in one. I want you to understand that I don't have to tell you Then he went on to give this parable. He said, a certain man planted a vineyard and led it forth to a husbandman, and he went into a far country for a long time. And at the season, he seated a servant, sent a servant to the husbandman, and they should give him of the fruit of the vineyard, but the husbandman beat him and sent him away empty. And remember, he told this on one of those days. Then he said, again, he sent another servant. And they beat him also and entreated him shamefully and sent him away empty. And again, he sent a third and they wounded him also and cast him out. And they said unto the Lord of the vineyard, what shall I do? I will send my beloved son. It, it may be that they will reverence him when they see him. But when the husbandman saw him, they reasoned among themselves, saying, This is the heir. Come, let us kill him, that the inheritance may be ours. So they cast him out of the vineyard and killed him. What therefore shall be the Lord, shall the Lord of the vineyard do unto them? He shall come and destroy these husbandmen and shall give the vineyard to others. And when they heard it, they said, God forbid. He said, boys, I'm going to tell you your story. You wonder where I got this power, but let me tell you what's going to happen to you. If I feel like shouting, folks, I don't have to give an answer to, to the world. Just let me shout. Brother Pratt feels like running the aisle to the Pratt. You don't have to answer to nobody. Run the aisles. If you feel like skipping, I saw Brother Buck the other day just skipping around here. I'm going to tell you that's poetry in motion, folks. He's just skipping all around this place. How you can get all that going in a perfect rhythm, I don't know. But he was going in the Holy Ghost. Brother Buck just skipped all around here. He don't have to answer to nobody. Why didn't he run instead of skip? Leave me alone. I don't have to give you no answer about that. Because God filled me with the Holy Ghost. And I just felt like skipping. And the Holy Ghost led me. And I'm going to skip on in there. The Lord said, fellas, I want you to know right now that you're in trouble because the husbandman has given you the best vineyard. And when he come to get from you what you're supposed to give him, the praise and the glory and the honor and the adoration, you entreated his servants. Three times you entreated them. And the fourth time you even slew his beloved son, the heir. Now, look what's going to come unto you. In closing, these days happen to all of us. Pitiful days, days that 
we wonder why we ever got up, but they, in our life we can't forget them. I heard a fellow say one time, he said, this has been the most rotten day I've ever had. He stopped a minute and he turned around. He said, but I'm glad I didn't miss it. I'm glad I didn't miss it. You don't want to miss it, folks. You just want to keep going. God, if I've got another one of them days coming, let me go on through it, but let me hold on to God. Well, Steve Wilson said something at the funeral when he was preaching it Monday. He said, at times like this, we're all filled with the minds of a child. And we wonder why. He said, we can't help from it. That's just our childish ways. But it's not to God to answer our why. It's just for us to go on and live for God and accept God's divine reasoning. The Lord, I never ask Him, never see in the Word of God where He said, why am I going through days like this and here? But he did pray and said, Father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. But then he caught himself. And he said, nevertheless, not my will, but thy will be done. I want the will of God to be done in my life. Would you stand? Those days are going to come. Beloved, the scripture said perilous times are going to come. Perilous times. Times it'll try you. Times it'll test you. Times it'll weary you. Times it'll make you feel sad. But I promise you, if you have the Holy Ghost, you can make it through and you don't have to answer to no man of this world. Who give you the power to come through that day? Who give you the authority? Well, I'm sorry, but I'm just leaning on the Lord. I don't have to report to the world. I've got to just prove myself to God. That's what's going to make the difference. As the musicians come tonight, I appreciate God and all of His glory. I appreciate that those days have come to me and those days have come to you. I remember Sister Rena testified, remember when she went in the hospital with her problem, it was one of those days for her. She couldn't understand why. The one thing I admired about her, she said, well, I know that God's able to bring me through this. I know God can deliver me. Some of you others that went through your test when Brother Pratt lost Sister Pratt. That was a trial and a test for him. He didn't stand there and give an answer to the world and say, they said, where do you get the strength to go through this at? But he held on and lived for God. And God rewarded him with a beautiful woman as his wife right now. Somebody to love him and care for him. Simply because he didn't have to turn around and give answers to the devils. He just gave praise to God. And everybody in this building, if you'll learn to stop trying to give the devil an answer and you'll start giving God praise, those days will diminish and the glorious days will come. Hallelujah. You see what I'm saying tonight? I'm telling you, those days will seem as nothing. Amen. The Apostle Paul, in all of his learning and all of his skill and all of his study, All the time he spent learning to be a Pharisee, he said, I count those days as dung. But now the days that I'm living for God, that's the days he was saying I'm counting great, marvelous, wonderful, because now I'm pleasing God and don't have to give an answer to anybody. The Bible teaches us to give an answer according to the hope that lies within us. But what I'm telling you, folks, don't let the devil back you in a corner. 
Stand your ground. Live for the Lord. A man approached me the other day and talked to me about Brother Harrison, and he said, you know, he said, that man was out of the will of God when he went there. I said, sir, you can't say that, and I can't say that, because nobody knows the will of God for you or the will of God for me except God. God had blessed and God had stirred, and I felt like he was in the center of the Lord's will, but he's serving the righteous judge, and God's going to make the final decision. I sat at breakfast this morning with a sinner man, and the sinner man sitting there smoking his cigarette. And as he sat there and smoked that cigarette, and I, he don't go to church. Matter of fact, he cut my hair for several years. Just honoring, rotten. And he said, you know, maybe that man wasn't doing what God wanted him to do. The world would like to back you in the corner. He said, he's got to, he said, every man has to answer for God. He said, they got to get ready to go to heaven. And I looked at him and I thought, what are you talking about? Got to get ready to go to heaven. Me, Sister Willis knows who I'm talking about. Just sit right, I thought, my goodness, folks, the devil ain't going to back me in a corner. It's just one of them days, but God came through it. And if God came through it, I can come through it. And if I come through it, you can come through it. And all of us can come out of this thing. Gold's not gold until it's put to the fiery test and becomes the purity. The Bible said it becomes so pure that it can be used as a vessel for the finer. Amen. The fire is what makes you fit. The test is what makes you strong. The fire is what burns out the dross because in our impurity we wouldn't fit in the righteous castle of God. But when God gets through with us with the refiner's fire, he can set us on the shelf in his kingdom, bless God, and be proud of what we are. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Woo, hallelujah, I feel the Holy Ghost. One of them days, all right. But I got news for you. There's one of them days coming, church, in just a little bit where we're not going to be backed in a corner. We're not going to be ridiculed. But bless God, this feet are going to leave this ground. Gravity's going to get that go of us and we're going to rise to be with God. And we're not going to have to go through this mess anymore. Hold on. I said, hold on. Fight your way through those days and there's victory on the other side. Glory, I feel the Holy Ghost. Lift your hands right now. I want you to thank God right now. Come on. My God, I thank you for the Holy Ghost. Woo! Jesus. Glory to God. Oh, to God's unchanging.